This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to the Double Feature Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Roberts, and across from me on the table is... Joanne from the new paper. Joanne So, of course. You know, second names count. <laughs> this week we are going to look at Ma, but first, a couple of new trailers dropped. Trailers dropping all the time. Mm. First of all, there's Zombieland Double Tap. It's been a long time since the original Zombieland came out. Emma Stone was still an unknown. Yeah. Jesse Eisenberg's stick was quite endearing. He's 2009, so it's 10, 10 years. years. Yeah. yeah. Abigail Breslin was incredibly young at the time. Yeah. She's young girl. Then. Yeah. And Woody Harrelson was, well, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, <laughs> I <gonna> <laughs> And it's it's been a long time. In between, don't forget, they tried to start a series of this uh, in the early form of Amazon Prime. Mm. Yeah, I, I really uh, like enjoyed series. the first one because it's so fun. It's so different. It was great. It was way before like your zombie films. I don't know. They all seem to come out in that but, era of zombies. But it's like it's different because it's fun, and it's not like scary or gory. Well, yes, in a way, but kind of gory, but inventive. They yeah. had you know running through the type and stuff like that. But that's the problem, I find. If something's fun, it was very much a one-off film. You really didn't mm. know, need to know how they continued. Yeah, I'm surprised it comes over. There's a trailer for I mean, there's a sequel for this one. So it's yeah. like, why? And well, it's like 10 years. Money. And, and the thing is, the story from the trailer, it seems to have continued straight after. Yeah. But they all look different. <laughs> they have aged. Well, especially well, Abigail Breslin. Abigail yeah. Breslin has because she was... I don't know. She'd been like twelve or something. So I don't know how they're going to address the the age thing. So I mean, Woody Harrison still looks like Woody Harrison. So well, to be same. honest, J.C. Eisenberg still looks like yeah, J.C. Eisenberg. Right, that is not my main issue with it. Is whether they can, you know, lightning strikes once. Can you go back? Can you recreate it? Mm. It seems to have enough charm. Yeah. Them going to the White House, and it's still, well. It's still an Obama White House. They, they don't. They, <laughs> although I'm pretty sure there's going to be some kind of Trump references to it. But it appears that Tallahassee has got a brother. Does it, is, it, is it brother or I just a kind of the, the Luke, Luke yeah Wilson? Luke Wilson? I don't think it's a brother. I think they just. What does like like you said? I'm not sure how they're going to continue their story, because are they still going around like you know just basically surviving in the zombie apocalypse? Yeah, and then going on and and how different is it going to be? But then again, it might be repeating the same thing because the first one was like ten years ago, so maybe not many people has watched that one, the original. I think because of its prevalence on Netflix or mm. whatever the modern version of the video shop is, I think Zombieland is pretty well known, which is mm. why they feel confident to go back mm. and do maybe. it again. That said, I mean maybe that's just one of these films that does need to just just repeat that's all people want just repeat do the same things <laughs> the first one was fun and this one is written by the Deadpool guys right so yeah. it should have some you know silly nonsense and Rosario and Dawson's in it so <laughs> something for everyone okay the other trailer Gemini Man starring Will Smith and Will Smith as yeah, Will Smith that's the the, the yeah I don't know. This one gives. I, I feel that this might be one of the better Will Smith shows to come of you late. Think? Yeah, I mean his last. Few, I mean Aladdin. Ugh. Um, and he is not really in it's a. Has it been a proper action film in a while? I don't remember. Bright would be the last one. 
And he looks, he plays a bit the older version. I mean, of course, there's a young version, old version. I think you find that's the current version. Yeah, the current version, okay. So that it might be good that he's playing to his age. and But the younger version, that's the younger version of Will Smith, that's the one that mm, puts me off a bit because, I don't know, the well, yeah. whole de-aging process, it's like... It's, it's, it's it aged. hasn't healed. Yeah. It looks odd. Yeah, it is. It, it kind of looks like young Will Smith at the same time. No, it's, it's not. The, there's a something about the jaw that's I I don't know. And don't know. and and what's his name? Not Gerard Butler, the other one, Clive Owen. Sorry, I get, oh, always get both of them mixed I've up. Not, I've known you for about yeah about a decade, <laughs> and I've never known why you always confuse Gerard Butler with Clive Owen. They don't look alike. I don't know. No, Clive Owen. You even did a you even yes, did a, we did we did, we did a story a page on this. Yes, back in yes, the day. That's right. I, I objected to it. <laughs> Clearly, there. anyway. Yes. This is Ang Lee. Yeah. Who also has been a bit quiet of late. No, but the the Clive Owen looks different too. He looks way younger than he's supposed to be. Uh, he looks like old Clive Owen to me. He looks a bit now, younger. I have so. to say, if you're looking to show someone who's clearly aged, in you know a, a good age difference of twenty five something years, Clive Owen as the lead would be something else because have you mm. seen young Clive Owen? Oh. Um, young Clive Owen is wow. Uh, There's a series on UK TV in the early 90s called Chancer where it's like uh, this city No, but boy. he looks very different in the Bonner. Is it Bonner Identity? He, okay, Bonner Identity onwards. He's kind of got that same quite haggard hangdog look. Ooh. Check out earlier Clive Owen okay. because Wowie wow wow. Okay. He looks amazing. Uh, this one, I don't know, the action looks all right. Ang Lee seems to be going with this shot on digital thing, so mm. everything has that kind of Christmas of Christmas. Crispness, <laughs> not Christmas. <laughs> uh, crispness that digital footage has rather than that film grain, which, uh, I don't yeah, know. It I don't makes know. Me feel- it, it will have to have to see how it goes because the, the trailer, I mean, it's nice to well, I should say, to- the, the, the essence of it is that Old Will Smith is being hunted by a young clone of him. Mm. And he's like the best assassin in the world. And now a younger, stronger, fitter version of him is going after him. Fair enough. We have to find out why. That's a whole story. Unfortunately, <laughs> this is my other issue. If you've got a trailer, and it's only his second trailer, and it's not out till what, October? O- October 10th. October 10th. The last bit of the trailer has old Will Smith telling young Will Smith something, 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 don't do this because they'll find out who we really are. Why give away the twist? But the thing is, you don't know what the twist is. But you know, but there's you something coming. Yeah, you so know something's like, coming because I mean, the whole Clive Owen story and then how he gets the young Will Smith to do something and then the old Will Smith tell the young Will Smith do not trust whatever they're doing. You know, it kind of leading on to. I didn't mind that because I mean that you do just expect that from the film that you know Clive Owen has manipulated this young clone yep. as you know I'm your father figure I'm doing all this I expect that but then for Will Smith to suddenly say by the way watch out for the twist <laughs> which in itself kind of ruins the movie because then you're just waiting for the twist to happen there's going to be a big twist and that's how it resolves itself great anyway those are not coming out until October, both mm. at the same time of October. Mm. Something that's out now is... Matt. <laughs> Why do you always say that? Because that's how it was presented to me. It is such a strange title. It's Matt or Matt. <laughs> it is called Ma, 
is comes from the studio Blumhouse, who are very, very eager to tell everyone. From the people that brought you <laughs> Get Out, remember that Get. We did Get Out. We did the Oscar winning. Well, they're supposed to be a good uh, horror f- horror production company. Now that's the other thing. I went into this film absolutely cold. I knew the title, Matt. I knew it starred Octavia Spencer, and that's about it. I was because it's Blumhouse. I was expecting something a bit more horror. Mm. It's not. It's uh, I, and I don't know. If, it's not. It's yeah. It's like one of those psych, psycho. I wouldn't really call it a thriller either. Psychodrama kind of thing. Mm. Okay. The basic premise is is that so this young girl and her mum clearly just divorced. They're they're coming back to mum's hometown, which as it very happily shows you that is kind of middle middle America, mm. not really in any place at all, rundown kind of town, very small. <laughs> Bear in mind this, this will play with your mind later very small town kind of town where everyone knows each other so Juliet Lewis is a mum Diana Silvers plays Maggie the teenage daughter mm-hmm. who well we'll get to in a bit so she starts trying to integrate in school she, there's no kind of like oh she's bullied or ostracised her. she fits in fine young kids that she's hanging around with it's the kind of place where they hang around in a van and try and get score booze from the shop <laughs> or get people to buy booze okay. from so they're in a van, they get Maggie to stop someone walking past. So Octavia Spencer is mm. walking past. They say, oh, could you buy some booze for us? She begrudgingly agrees to. Uh-huh. And then from there, things bloom. She becomes their regular go-to person to buy booze for them. Now, she works at a veterinary surgery uh, that's run by Alison Janney, Oscar winner Alison Janney, Oscar winner Octavia, Octavia Spencer. Spencer. And let's not forget, Oscar nominee, Juliet Lewis. Mm. Three Oscar botherers around it. But she keeps on buying them booze. And eventually she says, tell you what, I've got a big place. I've got a cellar that I don't really use. If you want to hang out, rather than you guys hanging out by the <laughs> by the ruins of, you know, some dilapidated rundown factory, come back to my place and have a... Do your drinking there, then at least you're safe. And so they start drinking with her. And then the parties get bigger. Now... I don't think it's going to be any particular surprise <laughs> if I say Octavia Spencer is not all that she appears to be. <laughs> and she starts getting uh, clingy and then he starts trying to go out and then her attitudes change and then she starts getting a bit more unhinged, a bit more nastier. But she always, she looks scary in the first place, so to begin she, with. She's got eyes. an intense stare. Yeah. yeah. It could have been good. Mm-hmm. I mean, considering you've got two Oscar winners and a nominee... And you've got people like Luke Evans mm. in this, who's in it for a bit. It's just not very good. I don't know what's... I mean, I can see why Octavia Spencer's done it, because it's directed by Tate Taylor, who did The Help, which mm, is the mm, film that mm. Octavia Spencer got Oscar... It's nom- probably calling for fever. It, it feels... I mean, Alison Johnny's in it as well. I mean, Alison Johnny's in it for, like... All the five minutes, she's just there as this incredibly grumpy vet who keeps on scolding Octavia Spencer. <laughs> but then again, Octavia Spencer is just away with the pixies most of the time. She keeps on saying, have you watched this dog yet? And she's just kind of like vacantly staring off or looking at her phone or stuff <laughs> like that. I, I have to say, I kind of sympathise with Alessandra. She was very cranky. <laughs> but There's at the a same reason th- why she's cranky. Yeah, it's like, how long have she been working here? So... Uh, I'm going to have to get into spoilers to explain why. So if, 
it's not very suspenseful and it gives things away way too early. And most of all, it's very, very silly. But not in a good way. You know, like when in Monty Python, where Graham Chapman would turn up, they'd be doing a sketch, and then Monty, uh, Graham Chapman would turn up as a colonel. Said, Stop all this. It's far too silly. Stop the sketch. No. I really wanted him to come up to this because it gets so silly at points. It's just like, yeah, just, whoa, 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 just stop. You don't need to be. And it's no. not fun, silly. It's stupid, silly. You're saying that this is a small town, right? Yeah. And only the Maggie person is new. So why doesn't, um, I mean, why the rest of the teenagers who are drinking know Octavia Spencer? Yeah. Why sh- didn't she invite them before? Now, this is where it gets a bit odd because the twist is, and bear in mind that we're in spoilers now, folks, so quite early on, as soon as she buys the first lot of booze for them and she finds out where they're going, she rats on them. Mm. She calls the police and says, hey, you know, these kids are drinking down by the ruin, by the broken down factory. There's no ambiguity about it for the audience then. You're not like, oh, odd things could be happening. Why did the police turn up to there? I don't know. I don't know if he take Taylor thinks it's like a, a daring rug pull to, ah, I've just diverted your expectations. But it doesn't work. After that, it becomes kind of tiresome because it's that thing that I've, I've mentioned in quite a few films before, that you're the audience waiting for the characters to catch up to where you are mm. and clock that unhinged person might just be unhinged. Maybe we just watch too many films. <laughs> I don't know. I, I went into this cold. That's the thing. I, I, I had no expectations on mm-hmm. it. Just went in cold. I don't know what it, it could have been a, a gory slasher movie. It could have been supernatural. It could have been... And then there's further twists on the way. You're meant to sympathise with Mara at some point because there's flashbacks to her teenage days at the same school. Um. And she is uh, put through some really cruel initiation oh. test. A very embarrassing thing that obviously affected her for the rest of her life. Mm. Um, and then it turns out that all the kids who are mean to her are the, are the parents of oh. the thing. So, yeah, Luke Wilson was the guy that she thought was, you know, into her. And then, mm. you know, all the kids are stood around after the initiation. And all, ah, ah, ah. So Juliet Lewis was one of them. How does everyone not know that she's still in town? How does, I mean, yeah, if, you, if kids, you suffer that yeah, kind of famous thing. Yeah, that's right. Somehow, yeah, it just gets sillier and sillier. It's not all bad. I mean, whilst most of the kids are kind of annoying, the lead girl, who's played by Diana Silvers, she's pretty good. I expect to see a lot more of her, if only because she looks like a coven of studio execs have summoned up a reincarnation of young Anne Hathaway. Oh, yeah, she She does. looks so she much look like, like young Anne, Anne Hathaway. Like, I would not be amazed if suddenly she's cast in a sequel to The Princess Diaries. Well, but she, yeah, was in, I mean, she was in Glass. Yes, very briefly. She was one of the cheerleaders, uh, mm. Bruce Willis, a saved at the start no she she's pretty good mm, okay, and that's good. she's the one kind of sympathetic character that you kind of stick with all the way through but otherwise it just keeps on getting sillier and sillier until it gets to its very silly resolution with the amount of talent there i don't know it feels like oscar winners is on holiday so <laughs> it, it feel why would you put this much effort into is it just like an off-the-cuff thing ah oh, sure they'll just star in this thing and maybe the plot just needed that extra look over but is it scary no there's a bit of a wincing moment every so often I wouldn't say she tortures some of the kids but she drugs some of the kids 
and does things to them. And one of them is like a bit of a, ooh. Okay. It's not the standard Blumhouse horror. It's kind of like a Lifetime movie. You know? <laughs> it's Ma is a bit of a flop, I'm afraid. I would not go see it again. But I would watch out for Diana Silvers. She seems to be one of the ones that will definitely go on to bigger and better things. That's good. That's good. Yeah. There's, there's always this trend about um, up-and-coming like starlets. They always start off in horror films. Yeah. And, of course, great directors. Mm. Although this one seems to have gone the other way around. So, <laughs> uh, director of an Oscar-winning film to, yeah, trying this out for some reason. Maybe you just need a good script writer. Good script writer, better plot. It could have been something else. Mm. Anyway, that is where we'll leave it. As ever, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, do rate, like, review us. Every little helps. Or indeed, write into podcast at sph.com.sg. Tell us what you think. Well, okay, maybe not. That could be a bit rude. In the meantime, thank you for joining me, Joanne. You're welcome. And until another Global Feature next time, goodbye. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg.